Welcome to Leading and Learning. My name is David Spell, and this is the podcast where we talk about practical leadership, team building, theology, and how to create winning habits. I'll also provide updates about what my wife Annie and I are doing in Brazil. I was a police officer near Atlanta, Georgia, and retired as a lieutenant after almost 30 years of service. I've also been involved in pastoral ministry and leadership development for over 30 years. Now, Annie and I are living in Curitiba, Brazil, where we're training and developing leaders. We're also helping plant churches throughout the country. Thanks so much for joining us today on Leading and Learning. I'd love to hear from you. Just go to davidspell.com and leave your comment or your question in the comment section for today's post. Now, in today's episode, we're going to be talking about one of the most overlooked components of leadership and personal success. This is an aspect of leadership that's seldom mentioned in most of the leadership training courses. And yet, it's one of the most important. It's the characteristic of loyalty. You know, loyalty can be a tough attitude to maintain, especially if it's not being reciprocated. But as we're going to see, loyalty is often one of those things that prepares us for success and also keeps us successful as leaders. There's an amazing story in the Bible about David and how he was able to maintain a sense of loyalty to King Saul, even while King Saul was pursuing him and trying to have him put to death. Some of you may know the story, but David had been very, very successful in Saul's military. And King Saul became jealous of David's success. And so Saul and a group of of men that had been drawn to him were actually fleeing from King Saul in the Palestinian wilderness. And Saul and a group of his most elite soldiers were pursuing David and his men to have them put to death. And at one point during this chase, King Saul had to relieve himself. And he saw on the side of the road a a cave, an opening in the the, the hills. And, And he said, okay, I'll go into the cave and have a moment of privacy so I can relieve myself. But what he didn't realize was David and his men had seen Saul and his men coming. And David and his men scattered into the, the numerous caves that dotted the Palestinian countryside. Well, as fate would have it, Saul chose the exact cave that David and a few of his key men were hiding in. Now, David had already been anointed as the next king by the prophet Samuel, but he was very content to wait on his turn. He wasn't trying to overthrow Saul in any way. He had been maintaining a sense of loyalty to the king. But he had received a word from God that he was going to be the next king. And at this crucial moment, as Saul stepped into this this cave, not realizing that David and his men were in there, David had a very, very serious choice to make. It looked like, at this moment, it looked like to maybe David's men that God had given Saul into their hands. His men whispered to him, Look, David, look what God has done. He has given your enemy into your hand to do as you see fit. How easy it would have been to kill Saul in the darkness of that cave. David would not even have had to have gotten his own hands bloody. He could have just given a word, and one of his men would have taken care of it very quickly and silently. 
Was this really God giving Saul and the throne over to David? It would have been very easy for David to justify this. As we've said, he had already been anointed as the next king by the prophet Samuel. It was his destiny. David also had to think about his men. A good leader always looks out for their people and wants to protect them. And one of the things that David would have known was that this wasn't just about him. Saul didn't want to just have David put to death. He wanted to have all of his men killed as well. Saul had also also taken David's wife. And when David had, had fled, Saul had taken David's wife and had given her to another man. This would have, of course, made David angry. This would have added more fuel to the fire. Saul had also repeatedly lied to David and had personally tried to kill him on several occasions. Several occasions. The king himself had tried to, to, to throw a spear and kill David himself. And then another thing that would have made this easy to justify was Saul had also slaughtered an entire village, a small town that had provided assistance to David and his men When Saul found out that these people had helped David and his men, Saul went in and killed every man, woman, and child in this town. So it would have been very easy for David to say, yes, this is God giving an evil man into my hand. But at this pivotal moment, David said, I can't raise my hand against the Lord's anointed. Instead, he crawled quietly over to where Saul was, and he cut off a piece of his robe so that he could show the king later that that he could have killed him if he had wanted to. But even at this, the Bible tells us that David's conscience began bothering him because he had cut Saul's robe. What David understood, and what it's very important for us to understand, was that God had placed Saul on the throne. And God would have to be the one who removed him from that throne. If David had taken the throne, had taken the government by violence, it is very likely that this story would have had a very different ending later on. David might very well have been killed by one of his own men at some point when they became disgruntled. David demonstrated amazing self-control Wisdom and loyalty here. No, of course, Saul did not deserve it. Saul didn't deserve David's loyalty. He was trying to kill him. But this is an early example of the military maxim, we salute the rank, not the man. He was still the king, and until God removed him, that was the position that he was going to be held, that, that, that he would hold. This man might not have deserved David's loyalty or respect, but David still saw him as the Lord's anointed. Now it's your turn. How how good are you at showing loyalty and respect to those God has placed over you, especially those who might not deserve it? How good are you at showing loyalty to those that God has entrusted to you, to those who might report to you, to those that you might oversee and lead? How good are you at showing loyalty to them? I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to know your thoughts on this important topic. 
Go to davidspell.com and leave your comment or your question in the comments section for today's post. And while you're there, make sure you sign up to get my free newsletter. I publish three posts a week, and I want to make sure you don't miss a single one. And one more favor. If you would take just a moment, it only takes about a minute to, to, to do, go to iTunes and give Leading and Learning a rating. It would really help me get a little bit higher in the rankings so that I can share my content with more people. Thanks so much for joining us today. So until next time, this is David Spell encouraging you to pursue your passion.